0: And welcome to episode 21 of the Mindfulness Hub. How are we feeling today? I hope wherever you are in the world, you're having a great day. Thanks for joining this space, your space, every week. Thanks to every listener who constantly contributes with ideas, suggestions, and shares for making our hub bigger. I am truly grateful for you, for being part of our mindful tribe, and for spreading awareness about mindfulness and mental health. in case you're new, then welcome to this space that has been curated for taking care of our mental health, for unwinding, for distressing. And if you'd like to connect with me, find me on Instagram as aileen underscore yoga or send me an email in aileen.yoga at gmail.com. So today we're having a special guest, Mr. Chris Forrester.
1: Hi, hello.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's such a pleasure to have you here. So let me introduce Chris. He is an Olympic weightlifter. He has a very interesting journey to share with us. So how are you, Chris?
1: I'm doing excellent. Uh, First of all, thank you for the opportunity and for the invitation to be on Mm -hmm. your podcast. And um, frankly speaking, I am a little bit tired today, you know less sleep last night but i am feeling great every day is a new day so the sun is out there um i'm waiting to get re-energized from the sun and a good energy around me so by the end of the day i'll be feeling excellent that's all i can say
0: well um you know you're one of the few olympic weightlifters i know and i know that you're aiming to compete in the next event yes, of olympics that's so that's correct Tell us more about it. Yeah. I mean, I feel so honored of <laughs> having an Olympian here besides me. Yes. So
1: well, um, you're right. I am an Olympic weightlifter. Uh, my next biggest goal is to compete at Paris 2024, which is around the corner. Uh, unfortunately, during my last competition, I had a little accident, small injury, and I had to go through recovery. I'm currently going through recovery now. Just came out of a cast. Um, went through surgery. But I am still headstrong and very, very optimistic and looking forward to being there and competing, particularly uh, once the recovery is done and you know, I can get my first competition. Um, in terms of the qualification competition done out of the way, then I know it's, uh, it's a train, tunnel vision, full, full head on, and we're just gonna go qualify and go to the games. Um, I don't know if you know much about Olympic weightlifting,
0: i attended to your class and it was it was challenging, <laughs> but I must say that for me uh-huh. it it represented something that helped me channel my anger.
1: That's a good way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Honestly, um, frankly speaking, it, weightlifting it is a way to channel your anger. It is a way for 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 an individual to challenge themselves you know uh personally uh because when it comes to well lifting it's just the babel and you and your mindset and your body and sometimes most people you know when you say well they they think it's just moving weight Mm -hmm. It's, it's very challenging because the mind itself can go into an ego auto drive whereby you think you can achieve anything you know even without trying it for the first time and Sometimes when you get humbled by just even a 10 kilo barbell or 20 kilo barbell or 15 kilo barbell with five kilo on each side, you get to realize, okay, you know what? Well, I need to take a step back and listen to my body now. And I am guessing when you came to my class, like you said, it was a way for you to channel your anger. You do get frustrated when you know you can do something and you are not able to do it. And then that's where the anger comes through. The frustration comes through. Sometimes all you got to do is just take a step back and breathe.
0: I think that what happened to me in your class is that I knew that I could, that heavy or yes. do heavy squats yes. and your class was about snatches. Yes. And for me, I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. <laughs> and then like, you give me this like the PVC, like yeah,
1: PVC, yeah, PVC the, the, the
0: bar. Yeah. and. I'm like, hmm, OK, fine. Then I'm using the 15 kg bar and my body was like hurting. And I was like, wait, <laughs> so it helped me to leave my ego aside. Yes, yes. But at the same time, what I really like from your class is that you're very technical. Thank and you. me as an instructor, I really appreciate when people are taking care of that fact.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, the technical part of it is more or less for me as a coach and also as a competitive athlete. Um, it is very important for me to teach an individual to understand their body mechanics, how they can listen to their body to work with their body. I know you're a yoga instructor, um, and it's all about the body process and connecting the mind with the body. And also, you know, sometimes we we'll have the, their certain particular strength, but we are unable to utilize it to the full potential. And like you said, when it came to my class, it was, it was more or less stripping down to, to the ground, to the basics. Let's start with a stick first and see how it
0: goes. And if, he was leaving the ego aside.
1: Yes. You know, if you, if you can take a step back and say, yeah, okay, cool, um, but I can do more than that. And I would say, let's start with a stick first. Mm-hmm. Let's see how you control yourself with a barbell or with a stick. And then when we move on to the 15 kilo barbell for the women, you start to realize, oh, cool. Well, you know, what? I could show the press uh, 20 kilo on each side, but I'm struggling with straight press with 15 kilo. Mm. That's when your ego, you know, start getting hurt. And it's like, if you're not careful, for you, someone like you, you are fully aware, you're self-aware. So you you, you are able to to sort of take a step back and say, okay, you know what, let's put the ego aside and learn something new. Let, let's, mm. let's go through the process of challenging oneself to learn something new. And it's, it is very, very important, yet very hard for most people to do in, in, in my field or in our field, I would say. So it's, it's, it is very important for me to teach with the basis of technical um, and helping oneself to understand how they can use their body with, you know, with their mind in any text that they have to complete or that any text that's in front of them. So my classes are about technical. If you don't like it, fine. I am not going to change it for you. (laughs) But if you stick with it, you'll see the results of it at the end of it, right?
0: And do you feel like it challenges the ego?
1: Certainly. I had to start somewhere. I'll give you an example. Um, uh, Leading into 2020 uh, Tokyo Games, I had an opportunity to go to Kazakhstan to go do a training camp. And when I arrived there, I know I had my own problems in terms of certain movements that I was struggling with. I hated the claim. Why? Because um, when I started the sports, less than what, I think this is my eight year now, um, I just started and I was just using strength. I didn't go through the technical process of learning everything. I had a great coach to start me off, who, who's still my coach now. But when I had the opportunity to be in an environment where everything they do is... Weightlifting, sleep, weightlifting, eat, weightlifting, train, weightlifting. You know, they train twice a day. Some of them train three times a day. Now I had an opportunity to be with uh, a different coach who could see my my technical issues from his point of view or from his uh, perspective. He had to teach me from the ground basics. Started off PVC pipe. Guess what? I could snatch one fifty. I could snatch one fifty five. I could squat three hundred kilos. But when I got there and he taught me to just put my ego aside. And (laughs) as a young man like myself who's strong, I'm sitting there fuming, you know, angry. Why am I working with the Bible? Why am I? No, you know, like I had to work with a stick for three weeks before I could touch the Bible.
0: No way. Yeah. Oh.
1: Exactly. I feel
0: you. Exactly.
1: I had to work with a stick for three weeks before I could touch the Bible. My ego was really really challenged but then i was happy to be in them i was lucky and happy to be in a position where i could learn from the process of learning how to control my body before i could control anything overhead and it's like i said before it is very hard for most people to understand but when lifting as, as a as a sports in itself it really challenges once you go and even if for instance if you go to a conventional gym you know or communal gym in your building or anywhere you see people that will look at you, you, you know, you don't look like your brolic. When I say brolic, all jacked up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you see guys that are big, and those guys, their ego are always on a high level, 1,000%. And when you come around and you have a small girl or small guy from weightlifting who can push, say, set, set an amount, more than they can, that's when you get to say, okay, cool. Ah. Oh. What is going on here? You know I what know. I'm talking about, of right? Of
0: course, of course. especially when I'm in a class that is full of men. Yes. And I'm deadlifting more than them. And they're like, oh, but you look so small. Exactly. And I'm like, it's not like I look so small. I'm, <laughs> I'm built this way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was born a minion. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. You're born compact. You, you are packed and full of energy. But one thing that you are able to, or you've been able to do, is check yourself every now and then mm-hmm. as an individual.
0: And I must say that, I mean, I'm not a professional weightlifter, but I used to do track and field when mm-hmm. I was younger. And I was doing sprints. Yes. So that's why we're loading a lot of lower body yes. stuff. Yeah. And I feel like having muscle memory, even if I didn't practice for like 10 years, it helped me a lot to it get has. back into that it space.
1: It does. You, you are right on that aspect. You know, we when you do a set in sports, uh, beforehand, I.e., I'll give myself an example. I, I used to play American football, and you know, prior to that, I did uh sixty meter run. Mm-hmm. So I used to do track, American football, then moving into more power and explosive mm-hmm. work, hill sprint, downhill sprint. The muscles were ready. So when I transitioned into weightlifting, boom, I could I could just take that all of that skills and you know the muscle memory, the fibers that I used to utilize when I was playing football into weightlifting. And it's the same thing. Now I'm off from lifting for almost, well, four months now. But I know for myself, as soon as I touch the bar, I'm ready to go. Why is that? I know the movement. The muscle remember the movement. My mind and the body is going to work together to allow me to move in the right position and in the right manner that allows me not to train with any pain. You understand and it's always great when 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 you have a certain sort of like a background in sports that allows you to load your lower base to have a good um i always say this in my class to have a good contact with the ground grounded you understand and you could move that into yoga as well. things <laughs> but, you know one being grounded with the floor mm. one being connected with the floor because that's our base so for me when i touch the bar and i know i know i'm not touching the bar and i'm not holding the bar with my arms my arms are just there to leverage, help me keep the bar in a position where it's supposed to be. But my feet is doing most of the work. Then the feet generation is the energy, the energy that I'm pulling from the ground to run through my body, to allow the bar to excel, to go up overhead. So it all comes with any sports that you do. Once you teach the muscle, the muscle will always remember and it will always help you carry through whatever journey that you're going through, whatever next step, whatever, you know, adventures that you're gonna go move on onto. So on that one, I certainly agree with you. It's it's I f- important. I
0: find it so interesting how you're saying that you're in contact with the ground, and it's very important for just like lifting. Yes, it Not is lifting important. only like in the process, no, but just like it is,
1: it is, it is very important. Um, I am lucky enough to 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 come from or to be in a state of mind where I, I have to be c- conscious of my environment, particularly. Um, <laughs> Lifting itself alone, it's not just lifting a metal. A metal is an element that comes from the ground. So imagine you are touching an element and you lose contact with the main source of where the element is coming from. You're not going to be able to to do nothing with it. So if you have good contact, if you have a good grounding contact and you listen to the body and work with the elements that becomes part of you in that moment that you are working with it, I don't see why you will not be able to accomplish whatever you're trying to achieve. Um, I, I used to say this to um, my coach and a few other people. I know when I'm going to lift weight. I know when I'm going to touch weight and lift it. I know when I'm, the weight is going to be a good lift or a bad lift. The moment I touch a barbell, it's cold. It's ice cold barbell. Whatever environment that you put the barbell in, it's never going to be hot. It's always going to be cold. When you touch it And you remember yourself Or you remind yourself That the ground that you're standing on Is your holder It will carry that energy through you And then you shall feel that Through the process of I'll say Once essence Or once existence Because for me it is I, I have this feeling It always happens to me When I have a great lift I touch the bar And I know I'll pour a smile on Before the bar Before the bar comes up Oh wow I'll smile I'll just be down there and I'll have a big grind on my face or on my head. I'll go, boom, this is mine. So it, there's, there's always a circle, there's always some form of connection through that. For me, it's, we can disregard the elements that we use around us and not remember where they come from. And in every sport, you know, in certain sports, like skydiving, when you're diving, there's so are the elements around you. It's your wind. You understand? You are a human being that is supposed to carry you. Supposed to help you float, do all the acrobatic stuff that you need to do. But then do not lose yourself. And for me, it is very important that I am blessed enough to understand that process. And many people don't understand that yet. You know, sports, the the barbell itself or weightlifting itself is a sport to to help or to enable oneself to get stronger and to enable oneself to move on to whatever discipline that they want to specialize in. But if you use it well, it can help you to understand and you know have a I'll say a longevity in your life. Because it helps you develop your bones, it helps you develop your muscle, mm-hmm. it helps you develop mental strength, resilience. And it, it all adds up from from my perspective anyway. I don't know if anybody else will tell you this, but from my perspective, it oh, all I'll stop.
0: And why did you pick weightlifting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that many people out there are wondering the same.
1: Uh, I picked weightlifting because um, that's my purpose. That's the only way I can put it. Um, I'm built for it. I'm designed for it. Um, and I wanted to challenge myself. I played American football for 10, 10, 11 years. I tried and I tried and I couldn't take it nowhere. So then I said, you know what? I'll do a different sports. It's my gift. I have the biggest legs anybody can ever come across. I'm I a-
0: remember we did that photo shoot with you. Yeah. How, how much was he lifting? It was like, it was a lot.
1: Yeah, we had I think we had uh, enough weights to go on the bar. We did that photo shoot. Like we only had like, uh, I think maybe 200 kilo. But you see the challenge.
0: No, but you were doing more and you were like, I'm just warming up. Too. And I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but the story about me starting weightlifting is actually funny. So in the UK, I used to go to a gym, like a normal gym. You know, it's a very well infamous gym. I will say infamous because the coaches... It's as tough as I am. I had to learn from this coach who Mm is still my coach now. Um, I walked up to him. I think I saw a poster on the wall one time and I was doing sprints on an indoor track and I saw the poster and I walked up to him and said, I want to try this sports. And he was like, well, this sports is not for you. You can't do it. Oh. Yeah, he did. (laughs) So I was like, okay, no worries. Um, I then went back into the gym. I train. I used to go there, pay my fees, train, do whatever I need to do. And then I just sat down and I sat all the athletes training. And, you know, first thing I said to my head, I'm stronger than all of you guys. I have the right to say so because I believe so. And because I know I'm more than capable of doing the sports. So I went in <laughs> one day and I put on, two, two, I think, 210 kilos. And I just started squatting. No way. Yeah, just put 200. The coach is sitting there watching me. Start squatting. I think I did almost 6 or 10 repetition. The coach was like, you know what? Actually, come tomorrow. <laughs> and, we, you know, maybe we can do some Bible technical work together. And then that was it. Um, really? Yeah, that was it, literally. But I really wanted to do this sports because before I finish, uh, I'm working for, I just said to myself, I was going to do well I left And I want... I want to see where I could take it to. And like I said in the beginning, it is my purpose because through weightlifting, I have been able to add value to, to, to my life and also to, to, to certain individuals around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been able to, you know, to inspire certain individuals. And for me, I think that's that's the gift that I was blessed with. And I want to hold on to that. Of course. Because it is it is mine, even though I started sports very late. It didn't it how it make old no are you? Sense. I started the sports when I was twenty six. No way. Yes. And for me it doesn't make no difference. It doesn't matter. So when I hear somebody say, Oh, you can't start nothing. No, you can. Be determined enough. Take your time. Run with the run with it. See how far you can go and pretty much here I am today. And I'm I'm hoping to, you know make it to to the next olympics.
0: You will because we already booked the tickets. Yeah, he did say to me. Yeah, <laughs>
1: totally I'm not gonna let you guys down. I will be there. I will We're be there. I'm gonna be there
0: cheering for you. I will Chris. be there.
1: I'm not gonna let you guys down. I, I'm gonna work once all of this is fully healed and I'm gonna put in the work. And I feel great to be honest with with my recovery. Um, I wake up thinking and wishing that you know once this is done there's going to be like a metamorphosis, something, a different person, not a different person, the same old me, but a stronger version of me. Of
0: course.
1: You understand? Mm-hmm. So, and the stronger version of me has always has always been there, but then I had to go through a certain, or I, yes, I had to go through a certain process for me to understand how to get this individual out, and it's exciting. I am excited by that. I am I am truly, truly excited by that. I'm I'm certainly looking forward to just getting back into training and you know, putting everything if I have to put everything on hold just to make this, I'll put everything on hold to make this. And it's gonna be fun.
0: I'm sure you're gonna make it. <laughs> I'm so convinced that you, you will. You, thank you. And I have a quick question because um I'm a big fan of strongman competitions. Yes. Not Mister Olympia, yeah. but the strongman. The strongman lifting heavy It's so stuff. funny. I've been like forcing Andrew to watch it for the past. Like, he
1: told me. Four months. <laughs> I already know the names and stuff.
0: Um, and I can see that sometimes you can be like built strong, but uh-huh. if you don't really connect with the movement, yes. you don't really like achieve anything. No,
1: it's um I'm not specialized in strongman activities because those individuals they turn to be extremely large you know mm-hmm. big big sort of like limbs and large that is for me as in this whole, i understand that's power and strength you understand like you said if you're not connected with the movement it tends to be hard even though you're strong and you got mm-hmm. the, the limbs to help exactly. you leverage around certain things um when it comes to that sports it's Every 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 discipline within that sports itself is a skill that you need to achieve. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like learning how to chuck the kirks over the, the, the little pole thing. If you don't do it right, it may be coming down. Same people spend the time doing it over and over again. Uh, there's a fella called Mark, I think uh, Mark Felix, the Scottish guy, he does the Hercules hold. Oh. The specialized guy.
0: Oh yeah, we've seen him. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You see, the guy. If you come any other any other discipline within the sports, he may he may fail one or two, but his main role, I want to be the guy who set the record for holding the The Hercules holds, mm-hmm. and he just hold it. He can hold it for a minute or so. That sounds Nothing. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> he, but you see, he trains for that. some, some people just train for that. Oh, like, for instance, also in weightlifting, there are certain people that know they're strong or stronger in certain discipline between the snatch and the clean and jerk.
0: Which That's another question that I had in mind for a while. Like, yeah, um, Which are the disciplines that you have to compete in, for example, in, in the Olympics?
1: So in the Olympics, we just have snatch and clean and jerk. So really? you have three attempts on the snatch and then you have three attempts on a clean and jerk. You can see somebody win in the snatch, and I want to come to the clean and jerk. They, they 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 sometimes even don't lift no weight at all. They will they bomb, and you can see somebody lift less weights in the snatch, and they come and win through the um, the clean and jerk. So, it, the biggest weight you can lift, or your strongest point, or your strongest suit of movement, you work on it extremely hard, to enable you to get the extra kilo or the 20 kilo that different or the 30 kilo difference that you miss on the first discipline or that you're going to miss on the second discipline.
0: Which one's your favorite?
1: For me, um, I'll be honest. I've, right now as a stand, it's, it's come to be both of them. When I first started, my favorite was the snatch. Okay. Yeah. My favorite, because I, I did, I did not understand how to, how to move my body around the bar when it comes to the clean and jerk. And also I have a very short limb and I had big biceps. So my body was just big, like not fat, but I was just muscular. So anytime I clean, I end up catching the bar this way and jerking was difficult. I see. Mobility issue. Um, I didn't have any sort of like a restriction, but when it came to clean, I had restriction not allowing the bar to sit in the right position. So, I, I turned. I turned when I started. I, I I did turn to hate it when it comes to the clean, but once I started learning, like I said, when I went to Kazakhstan, I had to learn how to use the stick, and understand how to move around my body, and understand how to how to allow my body do most of the work, using my big ass legs. Sorry, <laughs> say like big ass legs. But using my, my God-given, you know, gifts, my, which is my mm-hmm. leg and my strength. It became easy for me and now i love the snatch and i love the claim um in the country at the moment when i say in the country in doha if not apart from the olympian my good friend missile nobody else can lift more than i can you know
0: congratulations
1: thank you so (laughs) and it, it it goes it goes that way. I know Misso is a very good friend of mine. And we, we go compete. We train mm-hmm. together. We compete together. And he knows. He understands. He looks at me and then he tells me. And also look at him and you know stuff like that. And he's got a great team around him. So I have come to be around in a, an environment where one person helps another. And that has enabled me to to love both movements, particularly. Um, outside of weightlifting, my nest favorite movement will be the almighty squat i love the squats
0: i could i could tell
1: the day <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to be a power lifter i don't want to be a strong man but um look if i had the legs to do it and if i get myself strong for me it's very important they ground me when i walk i walk like a king because i am a king because
0: you're a man already exactly, i mean you're lifting
1: exactly, more than exactly so for me the it's, it's that <laughs> It's, for me, it makes difference. And I'm not saying this to disrespect nobody. It's like when I say I'm a king, I am a king. I walk like a king.
0: He's saying he's a strong because he is. Both
1: ways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, when you're, when you're grounded, mm-hmm. you know your rights. You know your self-conscious and you know you are, you know, you know, what's the word? You know where your heart is and your heart is pure. There's no way I can call myself a king because I don't wish bad for nobody. And it's that. And my legs carry me. If my legs can carry me anywhere, I've got to rely on them. I've got to take care of them. And I've got to believe in them. Wherever they take me, I'll listen and I'll follow. And that's what kings do.
0: <laughs> Lesson of the day. <laughs> Ines, it's a great reminder what you're saying because I feel like sometimes we take for granted every part of our body yes. until there's something that doesn't allow you to use it. And regarding that... How are you coping with the days that you feel very demotivated for going back in track?
1: Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been tough times and, you know, good days. When I don't feel so motivated to to want to get up and go into the gym, I remind myself and I get myself checked. Like, I am my own self-motivator. I sit down, I talk to myself a lot. That's one may call it a mental issue, but it isn't. I said I tell myself a lot and I tell myself good things because I live in my own little world in my head. I don't let nothing bring me down. I don't like negativity. I don't like negativity, negativity. You hear this? I don't like me and them negativity people. We don't think for me. It is it is very important for one to acknowledge or for one to for one to take note of what is going on in your head, your mind, your emotion, and really, really, really not be deluded or or not deny themselves of liberating themselves from that feeling. When I say liberating themselves, accept it. And that becomes a liberation. If you accept it, I'm feeling shit today. Sorry for my language. I'm feeling horrible today and I don't feel like going to the gym. Okay, cool. It's fine. But what is your reason? Do you have things to do? What is it that's stopping you from going to the gym? What is it that's stopping you from being um, not motivated enough to do whatever is in front of you? Maybe I don't want to do it today. It's fine. It's okay. But tomorrow's another day. Are you going to sit around and be tomorrow and say, okay, cool? No. I've got to find a way to get it out. When I had this injury, the first thing I wanted to do was just have fun. When I say have fun, I mean really, really put my hand in a sling and just move. Because if I sit still, I start dwelling on the fact that I did something wrong something wrong, and what if I could have done this, or if I could have done right, nothing will change. Whatever is meant to be is meant to be. You can't change what the universe has in, 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 in line for you or in, in mind for you as an individual. Go with the flow. Let the universe, that's what it needs to do. And be patient, learn through the process. So for me, going back to your question, when it comes to the days that I don't feel motivated enough, I take care of my body. I drink a lot of water. I eat well. And when I say I eat well, I mean...
0: He eats well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Staying away from the junk food because it makes things worse. But yeah, eating wells. Indulge yourself in the things that you want to eat. I'm coming from an African home. What we love to do is we love to eat our African food.
0: That's your favorite meal.
1: Yeah, you know. Majority of it is carbs.
0: Sounds carbs. delicious to me. Hey, there we go.
1: Carbs. I love carbs. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody loves carbs. You know, majority of it is carbs. Eat it. Take a sit back. Drink all the water the world can give you. And really don't rush to go nowhere. Because in that moment that you're sitting down and you feel relaxed and you full. Because your stomach is full and you're happy, your mind, is, you know, all the hormones are moving around and something will click. You'll be like, oh, shit. I just say oh, all of this. Now I need to go work. off oh, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like really and truly, I, you seeing me around and I'm a very, very uh, happy person, optimistic person.
0: Until someone comes to his class, he's very, very uh, yeah. OCD. And I really
1: it respect the fact,
0: <laughs> but you don't really smile. I, huh? I was a bit scared in your class. Well,
1: in my class? No, yeah. because uh, <laughs> um, it's my field of work and it's my field of where I earn to make a living to support what I do. And finally, whoever comes to my class is is under my supervision.
0: Yes, I agree with that.
1: And first of all, it is very important for safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lucky enough, Touchwood, to to train nobody who've come, who've or who's sort of like injured himself mm-hmm. under my watchful eye, and I want to keep that going. S- also, I notice this is gonna hit some people in Doha, and I don't care right now. Yep.
0: We, we're gonna highlight this part. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: I I'm noticing though, her coaches are being told by clients what the clients want to do.
0: I agree with that.
1: And I, sorry for my language, that's bullshit. It is? No, it isn't right. I don't go pay or sit down or study two years or three years or four years for you to come to me just because you're paying me for you to tell me what you want to do when you're trying to tell me to help you to achieve a certain goal. If you know you can do it and achieve the goal, don't come to me. I don't want you. I don't want your money. No disrespect to nobody. If you want to learn, if you want to change, you come to me. I can help you change. Mm -hmm. But you better come. And the process of changing is on learning and learning new things. Some people do not like that.
0: I agree with that. You know, I feel like even if we're in different
1: fields of work,
0: we have this in common and it's that we like results from the people we're taking care of because it's also part of your image and your reputation so it has happened to me many times that um people don't want to do what you suggest because it's taking them out of their comfort zone Uh and if that's the case i'm sure that they can find someone Someone else else, that that can like linger (laughs) during the process but at the same time it's it's not right because first of all you're putting less i mean as a as a coach that just listens to what they want where's your background like where where is your your ethics where's your responsibility mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean there's there's a market for everyone <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. like you go said mm-hmm. <laughs> go girl yeah but you know for me it is i agree with you and i'm 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 very grateful to hear somebody from your field as well who understand my point of view because this there are so much people in Doha or Qataris or anybody that expect could learn to achieve setting goals in the right manner, in the simple steps. But everybody is like all up in your head and, you know, the coaches trying to satisfy the people. For me, no, man, don't come to my class if you're going to come in there and do all of that stuff. For if you want to learn, come to my class. I'll teach you the right stuff. This is my field I'm specializing in. OK, mm-hmm. I'm a lifter. I do this while living. Also, I have a background. Excuse me. I have a background in strength. I have a background in conditioning mm-hmm. because of many years of training through three different sports. And all of it is designed for the body to move mechanically. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you come up to me or if you come to my class, but that person said this, but I want to do this, but I want to. No, no, no. Don't come there. That's why you think I don't smile. I'm a very happy person. I'm,
0: I wanted to lift heavy. That's why he didn't <laughs> smile. And, um, this is like.
1: <laughs> I'm a bubbly person. Like, I'm I'm fun. I can be fun when I want to. But I can be headstrong. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think, and I think I call on all on all the coaches. I know we have great coaches, decent coaches in Doha, for us to start this trend of being very. Um, ethical with our work and being disciplined and standing on our ground to to allow anybody that wants to change their life to know whatever they know they need to change. Then before change happens, you need to come out from your comfort zone. Then change can start taking effect. Like you said, um, it is crucial. I can, I, I'm going to give you an example. I can't say, here, I want to squat for 400 kilos and not having to go through the process of trying 320, 340, 360, 3. Those are, my, those are pushing me out of my comfort zone. You understand? Mm-hmm. And this is something that you got to do. When I came to that, we did that video, the promo video for the my mindfulness class.
0: Okay. Oh, yes. The one with Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see? <laughs>
1: you see it? I came through. I came through and... It was so for me, it was amazing. But the moment I walked, I was like, god damn, I'm gonna show these people how this 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 guy can move around. You know? And in the end, what did I do? I achieve a headstand. In the leotard right? In your leotard. <laughs> Bright red. There we go. And it was it was beautiful. For me oh, it was you made like, a close-up of that. That's the funniest oh, thing. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> for me it was it was amazing. Like it, it felt so good. Like and it was easy. But before I could before I could achieve that, I had to let go and listen mm-hmm. to the person in charge. You understand? I see. I had to let go, take a step back and say, okay, cool. Everybody's doing it. Take a step back. The lady in charge is in charge. This is not your crust, Forrester. Take a minute, breathe, listen to her. And I achieved the goal. Headstand. Boom. Done. Finish. Imagine.
0: You missed a part of a leotard. Oh, not, not in a leotard. In a leotard yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's so interesting that I see a part of myself reflected in, in you. Yeah. Because I'm very careful with with alignments and technical points. Mm-hmm. And many, many people come, and, for example, in some classes, I see like a lady wants to do something. And I'm mm. like, no, but for jumping to... Imagine to level twenty, you need yeah. to begin in level one, then two. And they're like, "No, no, no, I want to go." And no. and I'm like, "Okay, let's let's do something very basic. Can you show me level 5? Mm-hmm. Failed. I'm like, "Let's let's be very very grounded let's be and mindful." <laughs> yes, we cannot aim that. And they are like, "No, but I saw on Instagram. Yeah. I saw that this other part." I'm like, "I mean, I've, it's not like I'm I'm trying to like."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to be arrogant or anything. But no, you're
1: not being arrogant. You're I be have, a- being
0: honest yeah and I, I come from medical school yes. even if I change career yes. I have the basic knowledge of anatomy I yes. have the basic knowledge of this kind of things yes. of mechanics mm-hmm. that some trainings, like yoga trainings here they show you of course like the basics you know but it's it's not the same and I'm sure that you're
1: you sorry understand. we, we did not call nobody's name we don't point nobody <laughs> we're not saying nothing and it's not she said yoga but everybody in a box if you're a coach, we'll put your coach will put you in a box,
0: exactly. Yoga, weightlift. Imagine, imagine I decide to become a weightlifting yes. coach and I take like an online program of two months or one month, and then I'm, I put myself out in the market with this like big ego, saying mm-hmm. like I can do this. Mm-hmm. And you have like many years of experience. Mm-hmm. I need to leave my ego aside and understand that I cannot compete with you
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you have a lot of experience, not only. From an academic perspective but you have knowledge that you learn on the way from
1: a process.
0: exactly a process. so it, this is something that i feel so hard to explain to people but at the same time i stop explaining because people are going to pick the coach that resonates the most with them so if someone wants to learn not only about yoga or alignment or anatomy or like the processes of the brain with like all this nervous system information
1: Many people don't yeah. want to move. They don't want to. They don't want to. They just want to go from zero to six packs. Zero to so snatching a hundred. to just that. A lot. The process, she did mention, anatomy, nervous system, understanding. Understanding how the body recovers. Understanding how to feed the body properly. Understanding how to use your own skeleton with your muscles. Muscle connection with your skeleton. All of this does make a big difference Big, big, major difference when it comes to one achieving one's self goal. It helps you with mental functionality as well. If you feel crap in your body, if you feel sh- beep in your joints, if you're feeling beep. <laughs> waking up every morning feeling like you're again, you're, you're turning into an old man and you're only twenty-three. You can't walk properly. You Don't know how to. Control your legs. You don't know how to control your body. Man, listen. Regress from wherever you are. And 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 really and truly sit down with yourself and start learning about your body. And it is crucial. The coaches will show you all the vanity stuff. Man, I'm not sitting here showing my, taking my top off. But I can teach you some stuff that will help she can teach you how to be mindfulness how you can sit down with yourself with your mind with your own thoughts and not be afraid of whatever's coming through your headness. and these are the things that i think in the world that we're living in right now the fast-paced world we need to really 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 adapt. and many people don't understand that and i'm not here to coach the coaches to t- to do that, I'm not here to tell the people I'm only just here sharing a message and this is where I come in and I say to you, this is my purpose my purpose is to allow those that want to learn the good things that will help them or enable them to, to have a good life a better a better life each day that is it, if you come to me and you're going to listen, I'll teach you if you come and you're going to be one, two, I know this so bye bye, adios, because your your money at the end of the day is, 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 I don't want your money I'm being honest. I don't, I don't want your money. Because if you go, someone else will take that space. Does that make sense? A lot. If you go, someone else who need that space will come and take that space. And it's very important that people in Doha particularly or people in general need to understand. For me, it's very, very important. So I try to surround myself with good people and try to be very happy all the time
0: oh chris <laughs> and well i feel like i've learned so much from you <laughs> in this conversation so i'm going to be attending to your class once i'm back from dubai you
1: should young man was coming every day and he was getting challenged actually You know
0: right <laughs> what
1: happened yeah he was getting challenged he was getting strong too i think he deadlift how much he deadlifted uh, quite a lot 140 or 150? I did 110 last week. Yeah, you did mention that. You you know, know. I
0: must say that it was so funny because it was only one guy and me. Mm -hmm. And I was like just thinking about something else. And I I saw the guy putting plates and I was like, okay, why not? Why not? Let's do it. (laughs) And then he was like, why are you doing six reps with 90 kg? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. And they were like, try the one rep max. And I was like, my one rep max was 100. And they were like, no, there's no way. It's 100. Yeah. And I was like, well, last week before I was struggling with a hundred because I was sick for some days. And then they were like, let's do one ten straight away. I was like, wow. peer pressure, why not?
1: Why not? And it <laughs> happened. I was like, oh wow. and oh, I bet it was even a better like uh, movement, tools, better technique, and you felt good. Just I understood that
0: it. I was not connecting with every part of my body. Yeah. In the like, for example, when I tried to leave hundred and it was very hard. I feel like I was hanging in the expectation of achieving it yeah. rather than embracing the process. So this time that I did 110, I was like, okay, how are my legs positioned? For me, a very familiar movement is a leg press. Yes. so I need to feel like I'm pressing, pressing the floor, against the floor yeah. I need to like feel that my hands are like gripped properly. Yes. I cannot let this go
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> And it, it it felt easy. It felt way easier.
1: It flew up. I think it's the process. like you said going through the process and embracing every single step of the process, allow one to, you know, to be liberated for you to achieve that. And I felt when, I, I believe when you hit that, when you hit, that it was like, boom, nice and easy. And it was good. It was, it was good. You've been to my class and you know, you notice how I teach everybody in the class. It's always going through the process and listening to the body and it's fun. For me, I, I enjoy teaching. I enjoy coaching. And I also enjoy the fact that I can I can really punish people who don't want to listen. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's very true.
0: And if you had to give one last message for a woman who don't want to go for weightlifting because they think they're going to get very bulky, which one would it be?
1: One last <clears throat> message for a woman.
0: Yes, because I feel like, for example, if I speak with my mom and mm-hmm. I tell her, like, yes, like, I went to this class and I lifted this weight. She's like... I have a son, not a daughter.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know,
0: as a, as a woman, I must say that weightlifting helped me a lot mm-hmm. to regulate my hormones in a natural way yeah. because I struggle with endometriosis. I tend to have estrogen dominance. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go for for medications no. because before I had a couple of surgeries. And yeah. probably this is part of, like, the story that I never share. But I went through very tough treatments and... In the road of recovering, I realized that all these like fake medications yes. and like fake uh, hormones yes. were giving me side effects. Yes,
1: they all So have side my
0: bones effects, were hurting, yes. like my hair was falling, I was putting on weight and I was only 18. So it took me around five to six years to detox to from all the, all the synthetic stuff. hormones yeah. I, I got in. Um, and after that, I was like, no, I don't want to. Do this damage to my body So I realized that there are so many other alternatives That may not be super fast But if you stay consistent It's going to help you Yes. So I was reading recently since last year That weightlifting helps you a lot For regulating your hormones It does
1: um, I truly believe that It does help oneself to To regulate your hormone um, It does help oneself In terms of uh, uh, Body alignment that's in itself, mm-hmm. alone. So on, on on the question that you ask, if you're a woman out there, a young lady, um, who want to try something new and you don't, you know, you feel like you're going to try well if you going to be bulky, take that notion off your head. Get into the gym and try it because for longevity, it will really help you mm-hmm. get your internals, your mindset uh hormonal levels regulated to a level that you can always be or it can help you at least be in a state of um happiness um for me it's very it's very crucial that everybody's got to do some form of weight resistant training mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be Olympic. i agree it has to be weight resistant training um like for all the reasons that I just mentioned bone density muscle you know mental health mental health (laughs) no seriously mental health you know um you know what is the word a little bit it can help you build your own self-esteem come on man. i felt great when i go
0: and i remember that i was talking to a friend of mine three weeks ago when i was in dubai i was like hey you know, and he said, like, I saw you lifting. And I was like, yeah, you know how much my dad lifted, like, last time? He said, how much? And I was like, 100. And he said, yeah, we'll I with. would never do that. And I was like, I know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> self-esteem. And one other thing that you may not know, you can throw a punch too. Just because you're yeah. a woman doesn't mean you can't throw a punch. You can defend yourself. If anybody wants to say something to you and you don't feel comfortable and you say to them well, one or two times or three times, guess what? I believe in the law book, there's something called Self-defense. Wait for them to touch you and really whack them up in the face. They will not come back and do the same thing again. I like that But honestly, (laughs) it's called self-defense. You know, we live in a country Mm. where you hear stories or you read newspapers and whatnot. And you read articles on the internet and, you know, certain people are taking advantage of certain people just because they have the right to do so. No, man. Not in my country. Not from where I'm coming from. And guess what? If I dare hear you say I'm coming from a civilized country, I will show you what civilized is. I'm not going to beat you. I'll take you to Ghana and I'll show you the beautiful He's going to take of- you
0: to Ghana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we show you the beautiful, the beautiful part of Ghana, how people are happy, how women are, you know, integrating with their life, with work and everything. But yeah, for me personally, um, everybody, women out there, you need to do some form of weight resistant training It help you in every aspect of your life guess what you do some resistant training your skin color you wouldn't have to go sit in a tanning machine you will glow Everywhere. blood circulation am i right or wrong very right yeah very blood very circulation right. you'll be glowing like like a, a whole different person you start to change your self-esteem you dress well you look good your hair all of this stuff you it's, it's good for your body in general Look at me! Look at this long young lady. Do we look damn Fair shit? Yet. We don't. We look good. We look, ha-
0: we look happy. Here we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the way it's supposed to be. And if you look on something, I advise you, please, please, please. I think my biggest advice for for the day on doing weight training, don't sit on Instagram or Twitter or, or tick, What is it called? TikTok. TikTok. And watch those <clears throat> athlete, those influencers fake it's not sustainable take your own journey one step at a time and sometimes you may feel a little bit you know not so motivated to do it but I guarantee you just let the day go by and go back to it keep going keep going you're gonna see it not now but I guarantee you two three weeks the best feeling that you can get is somebody walking next to you or fa- friend or family member coming up to you and saying wow you look good you look good <laughs> You know what I mean, right? I know. You lost some weight. And you, you yourself you haven't you haven't even noticed it. It's like that's the first thing I think you should you should see or get as a reward when you start training, you know. And it's 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 for me itself alone is quite rewarding to know that you work hard for it and you earned it. And when you earn something, it makes your heart feel happy and that's the way to go.
0: Well, thank you so much, Chris. It's been such a such an honor to have you here. We look forward to seeing you there. Thank you. Thank we're, you. we're cheering for you. <laughs> we're supporting you. Well, Our intentions are with you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: And we have reached the end of episode 21. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. You can find Chris on Instagram as...
1: Uh, Forrester. Osei. O S E I underscore W L W L stand for what left then. Guess what? I'm the one and only Forester in the in the country, Doha. If you type in Forester, you find me. All right. So type in Forester, and you come good looking ass guy, smiling all <laughs> <on> the time, <laughs> and just follow. And then if you have any question at all, if you need any help, please don't don't hesitate to reach out. We we are here to to you know to help you achieve your goals. We are here to add the value to your life as well, in whatever ways at all. could be mentally, physically, you know, emotionally. We always have ears to listen to you. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much. And well, feel free to reach me via email, aileen.yoga at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, aileen underscore yoga. Most important, give yourself the chance to unwind in the Mindfulness Hub. Have a great day ahead. I'll be with you next episode.